February 3rd, 2022. Start your engines, kickstand up. We are talking with Randy Nalge today, promoting the upcoming February 12th and 13th Cycle Showcase St. Louis. Seventh time for the event, back from the pandemic, and this year at the Foundry. Lots of great stories on his life as a pirate roadie, even around the Little River Band. If you are new, thanks for joining the fun. My name is David Oliver, and this is my playground, Overtime with Oliver. Been a rough start to 2022 for Governor Mike Parson. Here is a list of everything he has gotten through a Republican-controlled state, his own party. Member of the Overtime family, Randy Rayleigh is back on the airwaves at 93.1. I bet we will have some Rayleigh stories next week with Smash. Wait, what did I just say? February is Black History Month. Regardless of your thoughts on that, good time to check out your local museums and libraries for unique events. Whoopi Goldberg off the view for two weeks claimed the Holocaust was not about race. The head of CNN had to step down for not disclosing his consensual relationship with a colleague. Glad to see we're making progress. Tom Brady, 22 years in the NFL, seven Super Bowl rings, of course that should be six, all-time leader in all-important quarterback rankings. 44 years old, still got both knees. I get it. Don't be surprised if he becomes some kind of an owner in the next 10 years. Three things you should if you have not. Showtime streamed its doc. We need to talk about Cosby last week. Unfortunately, it is a must-watch. Outside of Bill Cosby, director Kamel Bell does a good job of not getting in the way of two themes that run throughout how we treat non-white people in America, and how the great old U.S. of A. treats women. If you have not seen the clip of Cosby boasting about slipping women's Spanish fly on Larry King, it'll make you uh, wonder when you watch the Cosby anniversary karaoke clip on the staircase. It'll make you sad. Under immunity, he admitted to it. 60 women came forward. What's the real number? I guess after one, it doesn't matter. Number two on Showtime. Overtimers like Showtime, yep, called in a favor from a friend because I wanted to see season six of Billions. Axe is gone. Chuck is trying to make billionaires go down because they're billionaires. Wags is not dying on Peloton, but getting kicked out of his Eagle Rock Camp band. So far, so good. This is where I think our sponsor, Vital, V-I-D-L-L-I-F-E.com. To customize the world's best water bottle and tell those in your life that you think they are vital to you, code OLIVER gets you 10% off. Proceeds go to charity. Thanks for subscribing, writing five-star reviews, especially on Spotify. Share on Facebook. It really does help, boys and gals. Lastly, at Sam's, the vegetarian cheese and broccoli soup. Yes, please. So... Randy Nolge, founder of the Cycle Showcase St. Louis. Let me read this release. February 12th and 13th at the Foundry. 10 bucks for adults. Under 15-year-olds are free. 50-plus bikes on display. Some you may have seen in TV and the movies. You got a little art thrown in there for good measure. CycleShowcaseSTL.com Something different to do. Better than sitting on your couch and eat bonbons. And I predict... More fun than you probably thought. Welcome to the Overtime family, Randy Nolch. Let's go to Overtime. Overtime with Oliver, with my dad. Tell your friends. 
through this event, um, I usually invite six or eight artists, motor-centric artists, moto-centric artists, um, in to, to display their stuff. But this year I've got one artist that's doing display. It's a, he's a photographer. Let me move the mic a little closer. One, two. Let me get up here. One, two, one, two. There's, there's no camera, so I can I can eat this thing. <laughs> right. okay. um, yeah, so maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, the diversity of the bikes, the uh, where they're coming from, what the event's about. I market this to families and non-bike people because I think it's it's interesting enough, and I've heard that it's interesting enough that you don't have to be a biker to be to enjoy this it's just a fun weekend of seeing neat and this is the machines. Fir- first time in a couple of years yeah. because of the pandemic the whole thing the pandemic, how long have you yeah. been a bike rider rider of bikes um well i've started as a kid on a dirt bike of course but uh um i really got into it after i started working at the pageant so that wasn't uh it wasn't until about 20 or 2005 or so when i really when i settled down and Got a real job and stayed home. <laughs> I was a touring guy for years before that, so I was always gone, and I was always looking out the window of the tour bus. Oh, shoot. Looking out the window of the bus and watching guys on motorcycles go by, and I'm going, oh, I wish I was on a bike. And the guys on motorcycles are going by, and they're freezing, and they're looking up there going, I wish I was on the bus. Like, So you toured with bands? Yeah. Anybody fun? Um, they were all fun. Yeah? They were all fun. Um, I'm with the band. Yeah, <laughs> um, I did that for I, I did that for about ten years and got that out of my. Well, don't hold out on me. What what groups did we travel with? Well, um, uh, I started with a local band in St. Louis. Okay, um, uh, I was living here at the time. Are we rolling now? Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, so um, I started with local bands here in St. Louis. Um, a band got signed. It was called King of the Hill. They went on the road. They were kind of glammy, kind of. We've had Doctor Chevegas on. You've had Chevegas, so you know. So we're Frank, yeah. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So yeah, I was with Frank nice. when uh, when we took off on the road and became pirates. <laughs> um, we took off on the road. Um, that was uh, ninety two, I think it was something like that. And uh, uh, shortly thereafter, uh, Nirvana happened. And away went the glam band. Away went the hair <laughs> and the pretty pants and the uh, Marshall stacks and the girls in miniskirts. All had disappeared. I was heartbroken. And uh, well, you looked the part. You looked like you could uh, well, hang. I well, I've adapted. Um, I thought but, I was going to see you pull up on a bike, but you, you came four nothing, wheels. It's, today. it's cold, man. I got nothing to prove. <laughs> I got a car with a heater. I can, I can take that. Day. Um, but uh, uh, once, uh, once the uh, the the grunge hit and it changed the whole landscape of music, then I uh, hooked up with a management company and they put me out with different groups from all over the world. Nice. Um, a number of groups that were coming over from Europe, uh, Australia, South Africa that were trying to break into the American market and they needed roadies. They needed techs. So. I started with them. I did some world music stuff. Johnny Clegg and Savuka from South Africa. Yothu Yindi uh, from Australia. Um, Us Three from Europe. Um, Us Three actually had a number one hit here, but but that was a one hit wonder. Never had you know, when again. you talk about overseas, and just because 
it came across my TV this weekend. George Benson mm-hmm. in South Africa is like king. Like 100,000 people showing up for his shows. And I saw ACDC's version of On Broadway. And it was awesome. I've never seen this. It was fantastic. I've never seen this. Um, yeah, it's... It, it's it's so weird. Oh, you think, and music is pretty universal, but there are so many groups that will do, hundred thousand people stadiums in, in other countries, in Italy, in France, and we, they're not even on our radar here. And uh, and it was with working with some of those groups that came over to the states, and we're trying to break into the American market where I got a, a lot of exposure. And I went on and I did stuff with, Kenny Loggins. Nice. Um, a group out of uh, my favorite uh, Christmas song is "Celebrate Me Home." Okay. All right, <laughs> um, not Pooh's Corner. No, not Pooh's Corner. <laughs> um, let's see, uh, Rock Set. They were out of Sweden. Uh, um, uh, She's got a later, look, right? Later She's I, got the look, or something like that. The look, yes. Um, can you can you hear that song now, or do you just cringe? Uh, uh, no, actually, uh, it brings back very fond memories. Let's see. Uh, I ended up. I ended up doing some stuff with Tony Bennett, with uh, um, Lou Rawls. Did a little sure. with Lou Rawls. That was great. He's just from St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, St. Louis absolutely. Yeah, we had that little connection, and I and I wrapped up my touring years with a group called Little River Band from Australia. Uh, LRB. LRB, and that was uh, that was fantastic. But. Uh, they were air supply before there was air supply. They were. Yes, <laughs> they hit a little harder there. than that. But. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say that to them. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they were. Those guys were wonderful. It was really wonderful to work with them. And I spent about four and a half years with those guys, and uh, I was just getting burnt out on the road. And somebody said that they were building this building in St. Louis called the Pageant, and it was. It was this new venue, and it was built right. And I knew the owner from Mississippi Nights because mm-hmm. I used to work down at Mississippi Nights. Too. Great Mississippi Nights tour. Oh yes, and uh, yeah. So when the pageant opened, I started up there and you know, kind of settled down, got married, and and got responsible. And hung up my pirate, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hung up my pirate <laughs> hat, and uh, yeah. you got to think for this pirates. This is well, like it, I would feel that people have this image of what happens on the road, and it. Kind of is like being a pirate. Um, yeah, you go to a new port every night, and and you hope to get it out of it alive. <laughs> All right, so we're here to talk about the uh, annual cycle showcase. Did you create this, co-founder? I did. I created this. And who's your co-founder helper? Me. Just you. Yeah. Me, myself, and I. Yes, I've got a crazy thing in my head, and I have to control everything so it's, this was my baby and it's like not I, that i'm not a biker guy i'm just not knowledgeable i mean you, we talked a little bit as we were walking back to the studio vital studios of course that uh, the event you're hosting is not just for bike heads it's no. really for families or groups yeah. of people who you know just have a curiosity about it or sure. like to look at the old bikes and what i uh I, I've always had a, a thing for art. I went to college for art. I threw that away to be a roadie, but um, I have an art background. So I, I've always appreciated the artistic side of it. Um, once I settled down here in St. Louis and I started building motorcycles, and it was through building motorcycles I started going to motorcycle shows. 
I became a member of the Antique Motorcycle Club. Uh, I would, I would hang out with those guys. I go see uh, the European bikes at the European Bike Night. I go see vintage bikes at Vintage Bike Night. And I would go to chopper shows because I build Harley choppers because they're fun and they're shiny and they're loud. And <laughs> what's not to like about that? So um, what bike are you driving now? Are you riding now? Um, well, which one? Okay, how many you got? How many that run? I've got four <laughs> that run. <laughs> I've got four that run and I've probably got another three or four that are in various states of construction. Um, it's a, keeps you out of trouble. A, it keeps me out of trouble. I go and hide in the garage now, not in a bar somewhere. Well, I may hit a bar once in a while, but um, yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's a great creative release for me to get out and. I can do nothing with my hands productively. Okay, it's just it's almost like once you get to around twenty five, if you then start to acquire the skill, it takes you five times longer to do it than it does for somebody else to do it for you. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't mind mowing the lawn and doing that kind of stuff, but when it comes to anything, plumbing, electric, anything in my house, my car, I got to go get somebody who knows what they're doing. I, I farm out a lot of the really specific talent, talent stuff, like the, the paint work, uh, the upholstery. Uh, if there's anything that needs to be welded and welded really pretty and nice, I farm that out to a friend of mine that's a pipe fitter, and he welds all day long, and that's what he does. And, and I rely on him for his the beauty of his welds and the strength of his welds. Now, if you just want some metal stuck together, I can do that. But, <laughs> but if, if you want it to look nice, I, I farm it out. So, so on some of my show bike stuff, I've, it's a team effort, of course, but, uh, but it's still a, a creative thing I have in my head, and I have to convey that how I like to see it and how I like to have it built. But... So ballpark, how many bikes at the showcase? Um, this year we're going to have about fifty-five. Normally I have about fifty, and with the with the pandemic last year, I've had so many uh, bikes to choose from. I didn't do a show last year, so uh, with the shutdown last year, I've had two years to scour uh, the country for bikes and find machines that I think are are cool to be in the show. How many people usually attend, or are you anticipating showing up? A couple up? thousand over the, over two days um, that wander through. Um, some people come in, and they spend an hour or two walking around, and and then we have people that come at 11 in the morning and stay till we kick them out at 7. And um, it's this year's at the Foundry. This year's at the Foundry. I'm a huge fan of the Foundry. Yeah. Are they going to be serving food while people well, are in there? Um, well, it's the, the food court and the bar area, uh, of course, will be open. Um, but this is this isn't connected directly to the. It's in that foundry complex, but you have to actually walk outside the food court and down the hallway a little west, and into another building that uh, I'll be occupying for the show. I was there when it opened. I've been there once since then. They've grown from ten restaurants to whatever they're having now. I would think. I think there's seventy, sixty, seventy, something like and, that. And then they're building a theater, movie theater. I mean, they finally got it up. They got a gym that's going to be going in there. I heard there's putt-putt golf, uh, indoor putt-putt See, golf. See, putt-putt for me, yes. Gym. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, you'll find me at the putt-putt golf place. Um, they're, and, and they're doing a – they just did a release. They're doing a really nice wine bar going in there with some uh, – maybe some lower uh, lower volume acoustic, national acoustic acts coming in. Oh. You know, something kind of chill, not – I don't think punk bands are playing there, but there'll be some cool acoustic things going in there. I mean, if you really wanted to do the day, yes, you can spend the entire day 
looking at really cool bikes, the art. We'll talk about the art that's there. Have you been to the aquarium yet? I have not. So, again, could spend all day at the Classic, no problem. But for people who are looking for maybe another thing to do to complete the day, sure. two hours at the aquarium is perfect. Yeah. Now, it's not shed. But, I mean, it's it's really, really cool how they turn Union Station around. I think it's going to be that for a while. I, I have sadly have not been down to the aquarium. My wife has been, and she, she's she been twice with the nieces and nephews and has, and has taken them down there and said, this is really cool. you got to go. And uh, shame on me. I have not uh, taken advantage of what our city has to offer. So talk to me about the art that's going to be there. Um, every year I, I invite a few artists uh, to the show. Uh, and this isn't just motorcycles. Uh, uh, this is uh, everything artistic. Um, and uh, there's a few artists that work in the moto realm, if you will. Be they they uh, paint. Uh, uh, how do I say this? like sculpture? I've had a couple of sculpture people that have done things. Um, pinstripe is what was the word I was screaming. They'll do pinstripe panels, things like this. Um, uh, moto, just moto centric art, uh, lowbrow art, that kind of thing. Um, there's no, you won't find a, a painting of, uh, of a, a bowl of fruit. I'm sorry to say, <laughs> but, uh, maybe some, uh, moto or moto inspired paintings or things like this. Um, but this year, uh, instead of having five or six different artists, I've got one artist and he's a photographer and he's probably the most celebrated What's his name? His name's Michael Lichter. Okay. Uh, Michael Lichter was a photographer. He's been shooting bikes since the 70s, bikes and bike culture. And uh, if if, uh, someone were to uh, wonder what was happening at any given time in in the moto world uh, throughout the years, you could reference whatever he's shooting at the time and get a really good idea of what the landscape was like. What was the name of those hats? Van Heusen hats? What were those hats? They were big biker hats. Um, there's a documentary on it, and it was about culture, and it was about the transformation, and they were very popular in the early 90s and kind of came out of vogue when celebrities started to wear them okay. as opposed to just people <laughs> who the hats were made for. You know, I'm not ringing a bell. I'm, I can't I'm drawing a blank. All right. I'm sorry. We'll Google it later. Okay. <laughs> like everything, it's a... <coughs> It's a documentary you can find on Hulu. We'll be fine. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so you got the photographer running around. He, um, there's a, he's uh, he's coming in and he's bringing probably seventy or eighty. It depends on how many we can fit on the walls here. Seventy or eighty pieces of his most iconic works. He shot for he shot for easy. He shot for Easy Rider. He shot for every magazine you can imagine. Yes. Um, he's ridden across the country five times backwards. Um, when he when he uh, travels or when he shoots uh, groups like the Cannonball Run, which is a, a vintage bike run from the East Coast to the West Coast. It's not a Burt Reynolds movie? That's a little different. <laughs> That's a great movie, though. That is a really fun movie. Um, but that, there's this thing called Cannonball where pre-1915 motorcycles will leave, say, New York and travel for two and a half weeks, three weeks across the country. And he shoots that, but he shoots it on the back of a motorcycle facing towards the bikes coming down the highway. Um, and he's ridden, the, driven, ridden across the country like five times. I mean, I've seen those wide panned shots where, you know, the leader with the 
uh, I guess the camera yeah. video and everything, and the bikers are in formation. Yeah. Those are always cool. You ever, um, what's the name? Mackinac Bridge. You ever done Mackinac Bridge? I have not been up there. I've heard it's hellacious. I've heard it is. Yes, I've not been up there. That's actually on my list. Uh, this year I'm going up to Laconia Bike Rally um, in uh, New Hampshire in the in the, uh, in the summer. And that's on our list of coming back, coming back across. Where's Mackinac. your favorite place to drive around? town oh around town it's always up the the river road get out and run up that way um as far as we can go till uh till we get tired what is it about bikers i don't know a lot of them let's say i know a dozen right and they'll be sharing a drink and they'll be telling you how great it is and how much fun they have and hair blowing in the wind and seeing all kinds of goofy people you even just you just say Hey, maybe I should pick it up. No, 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 no. You don't want to pick up by it. Oh, no, no. I don't know these people. They all do that. They all do that. Like I insulted them or I was trying to crash their party or something. (laughs) It was like. (laughs) You're hanging out with the wrong bikers. Yeah, no. Um, You you know, this was, and this is part of the show, is um, I I include everything from motocross bikes in this show to uh, land speed racing bikes, to drag bikes, to Harleys, to Hondas, um, Japanese, European, vintage, everything. Um, I think what you start talking to a lot of bikers, it doesn't matter what they're riding as long as you're getting out there and riding. And, and I don't know anybody that would discourage you from See, getting I, on I need wheels. to hang out with more pirates. More pirates. Unless people, you know, who do biking well, is their people hobby. People say, hey, I want to I ride a bike. And I say, well, can you ride a bicycle? Right. Yes. And can you drive a manually shifted car? Sure. Okay. Well, you can ride a motorcycle. There. Get on. Get one. Take, My wife take, is, take. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's for you to sort out on your own. But uh, given those two criteria, uh, I think you could uh, you could. Take the writer's course. There's writer's course offered at a number of the dealerships around town. Oh, um, and uh, it's a two day thing. It's really cool. They give you a bike and you uh, and you. They talk you through everything from basic uh, basic starting and stopping to slow speed maneuvering and uh, how to manage in traffic. It's a really good course. Does St. Louis have a biker history? I'm unaware of. Um, there are some what you might call clubs that date back a number of years here. Um, there are, uh, uh, of course, there's, of course, a lot of clubs, but there's a couple of clubs that go back, way back. And I guess you I guess you'd call them outlaw clubs or something like that. Sure. Um, that have been around since uh, the 60s here in St. Louis. Um there are okay. Let me throw this out there: Biker History St. Louis. Um, Dave Munganast. I know of of. He was a world champion motocross rider. Really? Did he? Yeah. He rode for Honda, and it was through Honda, uh, his his riding with Honda that he started Honda dealerships, and then he started Honda car dealerships. And then well, see, there you go. Look, look what that became. <laughs> My goodness. Um, have you? Have you? Speaking. Okay, we were just talking about uh, Cannonball Run movie. Burt right. Reynolds. Yes. I, uh, movie guy. Do you remember the movie um, Hooper that Burt Reynolds did? I do not as well. 
but I do. Because that was his Smokey Bandit, Cannonball, Hooper. Yeah, he had a whole string of right. great ones right there. In the movie Hooper, he gets pulled over going down the highway by a motorcycle cop. And the motorcycle cop in the movie was Dave Munganass. I did not know. Yes. And then then uh, they write Hooper a ticket. They write Burt Reynolds a ticket. And then uh, being stuntmen, one of them happens to have a hook with a cable on it. And they hook it to the back of Dave Munganass's belt loop. And Dave takes off on his motorcycle, goes 20 feet. And that chain <laughs> tightens up, and he flies off the motorcycle. <laughs> it's that like, was... That it's was a- yeah, that was our little St. Louis, hey, it's Dave. It's like a spit take, yes. but in a motorcycle <laughs> right, movie. Right. <laughs> All so, right, do you have a quintessential motorcycle movie? Oh, um, <laughs> uh, the natural first one you'd say is Easy Rider, but uh, I, I'd, I'd, I'd rather say Wild Hogs. <laughs> okay. With Tim Allen? Yeah. Of course I'm kidding. <laughs> when, when I can, when I can uh, know what Wild Hogs is, that throws me under the bus if I watch way too much TV. Because um, um, there's like three of them, right? And they were all well, yeah, co- yeah. Oh, midlife was, crisis. Yeah, it was, was it Travolta and Tim Allen and... Uh, yeah, yeah. I, Travolta. I, I've, seen it, I've seen it once or twice. Um in passing, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't honestly say I've sat and watched the whole thing. I guess that makes me a bad biker. <laughs> um, no, I don't, I don't know if I really have a great motorcycle movie. It probably is Easy Rider. Um, uh, the world's fastest, world's fastest Indian uh, story about Burt Monroe. I don't know that one. Um, Anthony Hopkins starred in it. Okay. That's, that's, it. that's probably my favorite. Um, it's, it's, Anthony, it's a story about uh, Burt Monroe, who was an Australian land speed motorcycle racer, kind of a wild card, lived on lived on the edge, um, and he set the world. Uh, he's got the record for the world's fastest Indian motorcycle, and uh, it's a great movie about him. Yeah, look that up, that up. That's a fun one. To look yeah, and, um, and, and Anthony that- Hopkins starred in it, and uh, it was really a great uh, great few hours of movie. To nineteen seventy ish. Um, ninety, probably late nineties, early two thousands. Okay, when that came out. Okay, and, and not too be stereotypical, but I think at this event that we're talking about, the crowd's probably full of really nice people, <laughs> and just well, and just hanging out. Well, it it it, it actually it is. Um, I, mean, I, I I market this to families and people that maybe aren't motorcycle people. Um. Each motorcycle sits on a riser or a platform, and underneath that is a piece of paper. And written on that piece of paper describes what makes each bike special that's included in the show. So anybody can come to the show uh, and enjoy what they're what they're looking at and seeing, and not feel alienated and not feel dumb because right. um, they they just, they just know it's shiny or it's interesting looking. What and I, I'll lay out uh, on the paper what makes it special. So. So everybody can grasp what's special about it. So there's a lot of families at this event. Um, first thing you see when you walk in the door is a puppy kissing booth. Yes. <laughs> I see your eyebrows raise up. Um, is this bring your own puppy? No. Um, I, unfortunately, we can't bring everyone's puppies. Um, but uh, I work with the charity called Dirk's Fund. Um, and we set up a puppy kissing booth. And Dirk's Fund is a charity for large breed labs, retrievers, and things like this. And they'll bring in uh, a couple of puppies, and we'll we put it right by the front door, so the pups can run out when they want to. But uh, w- once you walk in, and the first thing you see is a little 
puppy with with lipstick marks all over it. Um, it kind of sets the tone for the afternoon. Can I just give you the money, or you, do I have to should, kiss the dog? You can you can just get the money. That's fine. <laughs> or you can just pet the dog. That's fine. All right. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a great uh, it's a great family afternoon uh, way to spend the afternoon. Uh, it's also a nice way to spend Valentine's weekend. Let me throw that out there. There you go. Yeah, that's something a little little different. Yeah. Any proposals? Do you think at this year's showcase? <sighs> Boy, um, that would be fun, but I can't imagine anybody <laughs> would do that. Hey, you never know. I mean, I mean, you never know. Something we're just planting seeds. Yeah, that's all we're yeah, doing. Yeah. yeah, that's right, ladies. Uh, ladies, you want to surprise your man and uh, and bring him down and show him some. Uh, shiny motorcycle bits and uh maybe uh, propose to your man that would be uh wonderful is there a famous bike that people will know that will be on display um well actually yes <laughs> now that i admit, now that you mention it i think about it um it's not i, sh- I should say it's not a famous it is a, it's an iconic bike in that it's a reproduction of uh the bike from the mad max movie sure uh, once once you see the that's hellacious yeah bike's huge well it was uh it was the the original mad max the cop bike um that, that might be my favorite bike movie now that you mention it okay man that was, no, that's been a long time ago the, the original mad max and they were well mad max was in a car but he was getting chased by cops and, <laughs> and he ran with the cops he was a cop this for mel kind of Fell off <laughs> our earth. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Fell down under. Yes. Um, the Mad Max bike is there. There's a builder from uh, New York uh, called Indian Larry. He was on the, all the the biker build off things. Um, he passed away in 2002, 2004, uh, early 2000s. I'm sorry, I don't have the day off the top of my head. Um, but his company is still. Um, uh, in production of bikes and his style and his design. Because Indian one. is a name of a brand, correct? Indian is a... That's what I remember. That stupid show where the guys went and bought garbage out of people's homes and the one guy really liked bikes. Um, pickers? pickers yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because he was a big Indian guy. He is a big Whenever Indian. he could Mike find Wolf. one. Of, Mike yeah. Wolf. He's a big Indian guy. Yes. Okay. Um, Indian was the first uh, American... Uh, motorcycle company predate Harley Davidson, okay. um, and Indian was probably pose, poised to be a larger company than Harley Davidson was. But Harley Davidson got the contract in World War II for bikes, hmm. and that's when the whole landscape kind of shifted from Indian being the big one to Harley being the big one. All right, you got anything outside of this? Do you got a website? Do you have a blog? Do you have anything? I've got I've got, uh, I've got a website that I don't keep up with. Okay, um, I'm not real uh, technically savvy. Sad to say, I'm an analog guy in a digital world. Um, I do have a website. You can go there. Uh, there's a little bit of information there. Um, I've got a Facebook page that somebody built for me and does some stuff there. I am very active on Instagram. Uh, for some reason, I've adapted to that one. What's your handle? CSSTL. Okay. Or you can type in Cycle Showcase STL. But uh, my, my life, my wife loves the Instagram. 
I haven't converted yet. I'm a, I'm a grammar. Um, yeah, you can find a lot of information there. Um, there's going to be a, a after party on Saturday night. We're going to go down to Saratoga Lanes in, in Maplewood. Love it. And uh, Open after, bar? After the shows, it's not going to be open, <laughs> but there will be no shortage of, of libations. We'll say that. Um, I can't say that. Open bar. <laughs> um, there'll be some food there, and uh, we're going to give away some prizes that night. Um, I love Saratoga. There's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's oldest bowling alley west of the Mississippi. you got to keep your own score. Yes. There's no digital. Yeah, that's There's nothing. There's another thing. There's no digital screens up there telling you how bad you're doing for all the world it's Just between see. you and me. Just between you and your scorekeeper. And see, there's another April wine coming back around. <laughs> all right. All right. So here's what I like about the event. Yeah. Um, it's not corporate. It's you. Right. I have, uh, I have sponsors. Sponsors. So. But, sponsors. you know, there's. Thank you, Gateway BMW. Thank you so much. <laughs> Gateway BMW. Yes. Um, I'm imagining feedback from previous classics have contributed to what this year's event's going to be like. Is, oh, it, is that yes. a swing and a miss? Is that true? Oh, no. I, 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 you have to so you field tested it. How many years is this that you this put it on? This the seventh one. So, you know, it's not your first rodeo. It's seven years into knowing what people like to see. Yeah. Valentine's Day weekend or just a weekend in St. Louis in February. Right. And one of the reasons I also wanted to talk to you isn't because I wanted to talk about the foundry. I, I got no dog in the fight. That's the kind of venue where these events should go. And people should know, hey, what are we doing this weekend? I don't know. Let's see what's going on at the foundry. Right. And so the more events like yours that get there, I think not only will they, by comparison, help you because people get used to getting in their car and going down to the foundry, but you can be one of the few people who get people, where are we going to hold this event? Hey, why don't we hold it around this area? I just think it's neat. I, just, I, yeah. I think it was something St. Louis needed. And again, not being a bike guy, you're fun enough to talk to and, and, and read about that. I definitely get how you don't have to be a motorhead yeah. to come by and just look at really good machines and fun get, stuff. get off your couch and go do something. Yeah. It's, and, and of course, I've been in the music business forever, so I've got contacts with sound and lighting people. So this show really looks like a really cool environment, a cool event. I don't want to say it's, it's – uh, it's like the uh, Van Gogh immersion experience, but I'm trying to bridge that gap between the Hooters parking lot bike show and the Van Gogh experience. How can you make this this whole bike show immersive and 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 it's uh, biting off a little bit there, right? sir? Well, I'm I'm ambitious. All right, I'm I'm not scared of it, and uh, and I know how it's built and how it's how it's put together. Um, yeah, I think uh, visually, it's just a, a a spectacle that when, when people I like sitting by the door and just hiding over by the door and watching people walk in and pick up their phone and go, "Hey, Joe, you got to get down here and see this." Right. I, I I hear that actually a lot, and it's it's really flattering and it's humbling and it's it's great to see the response. Well, nothing but the best, man. We cover everything. Anything I forget to talk about? Um, let's see. Oh, we're gonna do a charity ride okay. on Sunday morning. Um, depending on how cold it is in February, last year, last time we did it, it was February first and second, and it was sixty degrees. Perfect. We had a we had a great little ride on Sunday morning. It's a charity ride for the ALD Foundation. Um, um, 
this one's going to be short. We're going to keep it short. We're just going to go from the foundry down to down to the to the graffiti wall. Take some pictures down there. Maybe swing by the arch, get some photos there, and then swing back up and and be back at uh, the foundry by eleven o'clock. And for people who don't ride bikes, is this they're in a bus behind the bikers? Or? Um, <laughs> well. If, if you don't ride bikes, come down with your warm woolies on, and maybe we'll find a bike you can sit on the back of. <laughs> uh, there's no, there's no scheduled chase vehicle or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just a little, uh, little ride downtown, take some photos, and uh, uh, in the past, uh, uh, strange donuts, donated some donuts and coffee. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's a 10 a.m. depart. Kickstands up at 10 a.m. Kickstands up. At 10 a.m., we say. See, I'm speaking the lingo now. Yeah. <laughs> Put on some chaps and come on down. <laughs> Get up my village, people. <laughs> Halloween costume. This is a judgment-free zone. You can wear, wear whatever, uh, whatever you like. You know how long you had that leather jacket? Uh, this is probably 15 years old or so. It still looks Maybe. great. Yeah. This is uh, from the Motor Company. The Motor Company. Right. Yeah. They make quality stuff. One more time with the plug. Who helped you put this together? Um, the Cycle Showcase. The automobile dealership. The dealership. Uh, uh, the My big sponsor is Gateway BMW. Okay. Uh, Gateway BMW Motorcycles right off the Interbelt 170 there at Rock Road. Every time um, I drive by that, how'd they squeeze that in there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it's, and it, and i got to be honest, it's kind of weird trying to figure out how to get in there. Right. Because uh, I remember when they were building it, I was yeah. like, there's not enough room in there for a parking garage, let right. alone. Right. They, they, they did it. It's right there. And you can't miss it. Right. <laughs> uh, Bob Hans over there, the, uh, the owner, has been really fantastic with the support this year. And I couldn't do it without them. Um, it takes a lot of money to to bring in this many bikes and to put on this level of a show. Um, and yeah, between Bob and some uh, Four Hands Brewery and and Law Tigers and a few other sponsors, it's uh, I'm I'm blessed to be able to do this event. Enjoy yourself. I enjoyed this. I appreciate it. Uh, it's great being here. Thank you very much. So another one for the books. Wherever you are listening to this, keep warm and safe. As the snow is coming, got a good one this Thursday. Until we meet again, as always, thanks for your time this time. Till next time, so long.